Ion 2020, episode 285. Have 2020 vision with Ion 2020, your source for the news and events in the lead up to the 2020 presidential election. I am Ray Eaton, and I will keep you up to date daily until November 2020 with a libertarian perspective on the candidates and their policies along with the news. Thank you for joining me. Now let's clear our vision. What's up, everybody? Ray Eaton here, host of Eye on 2020, another Ride with Ray segment. You might hear a little bit of car noise in the background. I'm cruising down the street, uh, not in my six foe, but I'm just I'm just driving. Uh, didn't have any time to get the show together last evening, uh, but I wanted to put together a show for you for your Thursday episode, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I waited actually, and. The reason why is because of some censorship that's been coming out, uh, especially over the last few weeks, but it's just been blatant, and I wanted to talk about that today. I had other things to talk about if I was going to put together the show last night. Like I said, I just did not have time. Usually, I, if, I, if I release a show on Thursday morning, I have usually recorded it the night before, just had no opportunity to do it last night with family and things that were going on and stuff, uh, but... You know, I I had a different show put together, and then boom, I wake up this morning, and I was like, holy crap, this is just crazy what's going on, and it started to happen yesterday, and then, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of blew up with this whole censorship on YouTube, and that's what I wanted to talk about with y'all today, so, and it's not just YouTube, actually, so the thing that's happening, you guys knew this with the Dr. Erickson video back when, like a couple weeks ago, the Dr. Erickson, that was the two doctors that sat down and had an interview on ABC, and uh, the, it, it pretty much went viral, like you had 7 million or so people that ended up watching that video, probably more than that, if you look at all of the different outlets that it was on, you probably had way more than that, uh, that ended up watching that particular video, so... I'm sitting there, and I watched that video, and I was like, wow, okay, it's pretty good. There was a few little things that were not, I don't know, like, the numbers didn't add up. There was a few things that were not adding up on the numbers and everything, Uh, but the whole point of the video was to say, hey, listen, the numbers don't really add up on the end of what the government's saying, and we're a little bit skeptical of those official numbers. And by the way, a shelter-in-place order, an order where people are being quarantined that are healthy, that's never happened with viruses in the, in the past. And why is it happening today? And also, that if you are a normal person that is not sick, going out in public and doing things and being around other people and stuff actually increases your immunity, and we're looking in a situation where if people are sheltered in place for two, three, four months at a time, and aren't really getting out there and doing normal things that you would normally do, you're not exposing yourself to other things that are helping to increase your immune system, so it's going to end up backfiring in the end as well, and they were just questioning the narrative, that's all they were doing. Whether you agree with the numbers or not, whether you look at them and skeptically or not, because I look at everything skeptically, but if you look at that video, they were just 
being skeptical of the narrative. They were giving their opinion on what's going on that the government's doing, what's going on with what the government's doing, and they were saying, hey, we don't think that this is the right thing to be doing. We don't think that what the government is doing is okay. And from our numbers, from our studies, that or from the numbers at our clinics with five or 6,000 tests that we've done, we're finding that, you know, 10 or 50, or it was like 22% of people that came in had it, and they were not just testing the sickest of the sick. They were testing lots of people. They were testing, you know, tons of people to see who had it. They weren't just testing the sickest of the sick. So they were giving their numbers and they were extrapolating those numbers out to the entire population, which that's where people disagreed with. But disagree with it or not, disagree with them or not, their video was taken down off of YouTube after 7 million views. Their video is almost impossible to find. Their video, which was an ABC News, sat there and interviewed these guys... It was like a little press conference that they held. And it was on a, it was done through ABC News and all of a sudden it was just a local news outlet. It wasn't like the ABC, you know, evening news or something like that 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 was interviewing them, but it was taken off of YouTube and I was like, "Holy cow. They're censoring anybody that is giving what they call misinformation. They're censoring people that have different opinions other than the accepted narrative." And I was thinking, like, in my mind at the time, and I did a show about it, I was just like, wow, this is amazing that they that they did that. But we knew it would happen because they did it to voices outside of the mainstream several years ago. If you remember, they silenced um, several of these, you know, left or these right-wing conspiracy guys. Alex Jones specifically is the biggest name that got silenced. Alex Jones was, his YouTube channel was taken down. He was, you know, pretty much censored from almost all of the mainstream YouTubes, Facebooks, Google, all of those. Alex Jones, I mean, he has his own website. I guess he must run his own server and everything now. But they were effectively able to silence this guy in a lot of ways. And honestly, I've never watched or listened to Alex Jones, except for little clips that you would see on TV, or except for little things like, I don't know, these little clips that you might see on YouTube every so often that are just a few seconds long or a few minutes long. Like, I've never listened to Alex Jones, not not because I don't like the guy, not because I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with a lot of the things that he says, maybe. He's a libertarian-ish leaning type person when it comes to skepticism of the government, but he's not a libertarian. I don't think. And sometimes he calls for like government solutions to problems and stuff like that, or government taking the lead on fixing problems. Like those are not libertarian issue, libertarian things to do. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I was. That, that's the impression that I get when I've listened to it. But I've, I, I don't get deep into conspiracy theories or anything like that, but at the time I knew it was wrong to censor this guy I knew it was wrong what they were doing 
and they've done it to multiple right wing, right like you know the far right people on YouTube and on Facebook and so forth. I wonder if they're going to do it to Eye on the Empire at some point. I don't know. But I knew it was wrong. I knew it at the time. And then when this happened with this Erickson video, I knew it at the time. I knew it was wrong. You guys know it's wrong when they do that. It's censorship of speech. And it's a private company. You're a, you're a private company. You're allowed to do that. It's your platform. You can take down what you want to and let put, be put up with what you want to. I'm not against a private company telling its users what they're allowed to put up and what they're not allowed to put up. I'm not against a private company taking down stuff. But the way that they're going about it, the fact that they're only going after a certain type of speech, speech that is going against the government or against political leaders or against the allowable opinion of the day. I think that that is a bad decision that they're making in that as a group of people, we should be the ones that are out there saying, no, we're not going to have that. If you're going to erase freedom of speech, if you're going to go outside of what we believe to be right, which is free speech then we shouldn't use your platform. We should stop using that platform somehow. And it's not somehow. You can do it. I can do it. It's just there's a way to get your message out there, and it's through the social media. We know that. If you're on anything other than Facebook or YouTube, and you're trying to become successful in getting your message out there, it's impossible. Well, not impossible, but it's it's very hard to do. But there, these private companies are limiting speech. They are censoring voices. The most recent one was the Judy Makovitz voice, that pandemic video from yesterday. Like, a lot of you guys probably listened to that or watched that one. It was going around. It got, like, 7 million views. And all of a sudden, it was gone. YouTube took it down. And then I found one on Vi- uh, v- Vimeo. And I posted that elsewhere, and now that one's gone. This is a coordinated effort to silence dissenting voices that are, that are saying something outside of the approved narrative of WHO or the CDC or whatever. If you're not going along with their point of view, somehow it's getting taken down. And this is not just YouTube that did it now. Now it's Vimeo. So there's obviously some sort of coordinated effort going on to shut these voices down. And it's wrong, guys. It's something that we, as a group, we need to stand up against that. We need to raise our voices out loud and say something about this. It's our job to hold the powers that be, whether it's the government or private companies accountable we let these things go and they continue to do it we let these things go and the government and the private companies think it's okay 
they go into like we're okay with them going to China and limiting speech there because they want to have access to the Chinese population. They want to have access to that many eyes on in in eyes that are not going to question their government because they've been trained to not question their government or they're scared to question their government for fear of going to prison for speaking out against their government and we're okay with these companies going into that country and censoring speech there and now we're okay with them censoring speech in America but we don't have a choice we don't have a way to get our voices out there really without YouTube and Facebook and Vimeo and a few like these big these big social media platforms if they're going to censor speech then we need to stand up and say no that's not okay we need to hold you accountable not through the government not through suing them because that's not it's their right to do what they want to do but through not using their platforms anymore by saying no I'm not going to use your platform anymore and by doing that it it puts me in a position like if I'm telling people not to you know be on Facebook or on YouTube anymore then I'm asking you not to follow the I and the Empire Facebook page and things like that which most people are not going to do people are addicted to that platform and I'm going to keep my platform going I'm going to keep on talking about it I'm going to keep on posting my opposition to this stuff until I got censored, until I got shut down. Because I think that is wrong. What Facebook, what YouTube, what these social media platforms are doing is wrong. And the only way to stop that, I mean, if, if, if there was a local business in your town that had up signs that says whites only or blacks only, we know that that's wrong and we would not go to that business. If there was a local business that opened up and says, in here there's no such thing as freedom of speech, we would not go to that business. We would rally against that business. If there was a business in here that says, in here we don't respect the First Amendment, we would stop going to that business. I know you would. And it would become front page news on your local news channel. Our front page news on the local newspaper, if there's even such thing as local newspapers anymore. It would be on the front page. We are not okay with this. And people are protesting against this business. But is it possible to do it to YouTube and Facebook? Should we have a call to action to go protest at the in front of the Google? Headquarters, wherever I mean, what is that? What, would that be in Silicon Valley or something? Should we be protesting in front of the Google headquarters? Should we be protesting in front of these social media companies' headquarters to let them know that we're not okay with them censoring speech, no matter how unpopular it is? No matter how unpopular it is, popular speech does not need to be censored. We know that popular speech does not need to be protected. There's no need to protect popular speech. If you're speaking in approval of your government, the government leaders are not going to come and scoop you up and put you into the gulags. If you're speaking 
in favor of your local politician, he has no power over you because you're already speaking in favor of him. If you're speaking in favor of Donald Trump, he's not going to criticize you. If you're speaking in favor of the two-party system, they're not going to criticize you. That is the status quo. That is okay. That is popular speech. If you're speaking out against the Democrats, at least you have protection from the by the Republicans in Congress. If you're speaking out against the Republicans, at least you have the Democrats who are going to back you on that. But what if you're speaking out against both of them? Then they're going to use the power of government to stop you. And how is that power going to be effective on a private company? Is the federal government trying to influence these private companies to silence speech? I would say behind the scenes, I'm sure that's the case. That is not conspiracy. That's got to be true. I mean, there's the CIA, there's the FBI, there's all kinds of organizations within the government that are trying to silence you in some way, pushing a specific agenda, go along with what the CDC says. That speech does not need to be protected. It is unpopular speech that has to be protected. And it's not necessarily the, the government doing it outright right now. There's no evidence, there's no proof that they are forcing Google and Facebook. And there might be proof. I haven't looked into it. But as of right now, I haven't seen the proof that Google or Facebook are being forced by the government to silence particular voices. But in my mind, I, I, I think it's probably true. These social media giants, they get funding from the government, so essentially they are government companies. Essentially, part of their money that is flowing in, part of their revenue is from the government, and if the government says, do this or else we cut off that funding, then they're going to do what the government tells them to do. Follow the money. That is the way that the government gets power over people, is by the money, with that money. The states have less power because they have to send money to the federal government in order for it to be returned to the states. So they do what the states, or they do what the federal government tells them to. The 55 mile per hour speed limit was enforced not by the federal government making a law, but they said, unless you have a 55 mile an hour speed limit, we're not going to give you highway funds. Unless you do what the Department of Education says, we're not going to give you education funds back to your state. And if you don't censor speech, Facebook and YouTube, we're not going to give you those contracts for storage of data and all that crap that they're that they're doing. I guarantee you that's the truth. It's a private company, but they have public funds going into it, so they are going to be influenced by the federal government. How does the government get power over people? It's through that money. Follow the money. Unpopular speech needs to be protected. Unpopular speech, whether it's true or false, needs to be protected. If you walk into, and they always use this, well, what if you walk into a crowded a crowded movie theater and yell fire? A crowded theater and yell fire, and people trample on each other and die. That shouldn't be protected. That's, that's the, always the go-to that they use. 
That was the go-to that my professor in college used in our business law class. And nobody thought about this. I didn't think about it. And nobody, everyone went along with saying, oh yeah, that's true. That speech should not be protected. But that speech should be protected and then litigated. If people get trampled and hurt, then they can sue that person for damages. They can hold that person liable for the damages. If nobody gets hurt, but the movie theater's cut, the movie theater or the, the movie is cut, and nobody can go back in there and watch it, then they are liable for the damages. If the movie theater, everyone runs out and no one goes back in, and the theater loses business, that person can be held liable for screaming fire in a crowded theater even though it was not true. That speech should be protected, though, and then litigated if there is any negative consequence. And in that situation, there would be negative consequence. But it does not need to come from the legislator legislating a law that says that that speech is protected, or that speech is not protected, because that speech, all speech should be protected. Unpopular speech, lies, heresy, whatever, should be protected, and then litigated if there's damages that's the solution to this free speech issue unpopular speech should be protected what happens when speech is not protected what happens this is what happens guys and this is the key to the entire scenario that I'm getting at when you have YouTube and Facebook who censor Alex Jones, then nobody else will speak or try to get close to what Alex Jones is saying. Nobody will, people will self censor to a point so that they don't get, especially if their money is dependent upon that speech, right? They're going to self censor. The voices that have the mass followings are going to self censor not even realizing they're doing it. But they're going to say, well, Alex Jones got censored, so I'm not going to go that far. Or they might even unconsciously self-censor. But they're going to self-censor. It's going to be in the back of their mind that if I go too far, they're going to cut me off. And then what do I do? Luckily, I don't make any money off of this show. (laughs) Like, it's... It's very, it's pittance. I have a normal job. I don't, you know, like, I'm, I have no dependence on doing Ion 2020 every single day in order to make, make a living. So I could say whatever I want to and they could cut me off. I don't care. Actually, I do care because I like doing this show and I like what I'm doing. But you're going to self-censor. Alex Jones... He does not have to self-censor anymore. He can say whatever he wants to because he's off those platforms and he's figuring out a way. But they're putting him into the black market. They're putting outside of the mainstream. They're putting him away from their platforms. They're they're limiting his voice. And people are going to realize that and they're going to self-censor. And then what if they censor these voices of opposition against the coronavirus? What if they censor the people that are saying something different other than what the mainstream media is saying or what the politically correct thing to say is with regards to the coronavirus with their speaking out against the government and then they start censoring those people then people are going to know 
in the back of their minds that they're going to be censored and they're going to self-censor. And self-censorship is the key. That is what they want. They want you to censor yourself and not speak out and not say anything against the established narrative. They want you to say nothing. They want you to go along with it. And that's the key, guys. Self-censorship. That's what they're looking to do. The government wants you to do it. They don't want you to speak out against their system, the system that is in place. They don't want you to speak out against the CDC and their handling of this thing. They don't want you to speak out against the governors of the states who have decided to lock down their populations in a prison of their house in order to hopefully save a few lives. They want you to not question these things, ever. No chance of it. They want you to self-censor. They want you to not talk about it and think it's taboo to talk about it and not tell your friends about it and not have conversations about whether this is right or wrong. They want you to go along with what the experts say, follow the science, and shut your face. That's what they want. So, because of that, we need to take a stand against these companies. We need to take a stand against these Facebooks and these YouTubes and these companies that are sitting there censoring people's speech. That's what we need to do. We don't need the government to tell them that they can't do it. We don't need laws passed. The legislators are obviously going to come in and try to do something to, you know, appease the people or whatever. And, I mean, when the government makes that solution, that's not the solution. We need to vote with our dollars. We need to vote with our feet and leave. That's what we need to do. That's the solution to the problem. They won't hear us otherwise. But there's billions of people that are on these platforms, guys. So it's, it's unlikely that's going to happen, but they need to hear us somehow. If you have any ideas, let me know. They need to hear us somehow, and it, but it doesn't need to be the government solution because the, that'll just screw it up even more, and that'll get them in bed and in cahoots with the government even more to limit speech down the road. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. Uh, I appreciate you bearing with me on a ride with Ray episode where we're cruising down the road and I'm, you know, talking, but I am passionate about this idea. I hope that you guys are as well. Uh, We need to protect the freedom of speech on all levels, whether it's private companies doing it or whatever. And especially when the government is somehow behind it, I'm, I guarantee somehow there are there. They are, um, these videos, I think I'm going to try to figure out a way to start putting these videos onto Eye on the Empire that come out. I don't know how I'm going to make that happen. I'm sure there's a way for me to do it. Um, But there's got to be alternative media sources, man. There's got to be alternatives to YouTube that are not going to censor speech. And that's kind of the the route that we have to go. There's got to be ways to get these messages out there. I was thinking, okay, like yesterday, for example, with that particular video, that Dr... um, uh, the, the pandemic video, that was it. With that one, I saw that YouTube had, had taken it down, and then this morning I noticed that Vimeo had taken it down, and I thought I found the, you know, the... I, I thought I figured it out, man. I was like, okay, Vimeo didn't take it down, that's good. 
So they're not going to be the one, but now they're doing it too. So they're all seeming like they're going to do it. There's a coordinated effort. So, I mean, I'm going to try to figure out a way to get these things on the I Am The Empire's uh, website. So follow me there, IamTheEmpire.com. And then also uh, Facebook. Oh, I just said it. Follow on I Am The Empire if you want to. I'm God, man, it just drives me crazy that I, that we don't have any, the, the options are not there. They're just not. You know, but the voices need to be heard while we have a voice. And that's it. This is your libertarian look at the 2020 election, though. Maybe it's just a libertarian look at 2020, which is the craziest year that I've lived in yet. But anyway, keep on uh, coming back every single Monday and on Thursday. And I will see you on Monday uh, so you can have clear vision for 2020.